At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. that could make a Wolverine purr. On VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. It is our number three of the Greg Peterson experience right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network, and we've got a tremendous third hour as Chris Raybon, he does a terrific job over there at the Action Network. He is going to be joining me in about 15 minutes. We're going to be talking a little fantasy football. We're going to be talking a lot about what we're seeing in terms of line movement, in terms of these week one NFL games, and We've got you guys all covered with regards to everything that's going to be happening in the game of football. He's going to be joining me for two segments, so we're going to get you guys all covered there. And then we are going to be taking a look at a little bit of baseball as well. If you want to missing my DK Nation pick that I'm going to be having for Tuesday, well, we're going to be polishing that up in the final segment. And here at VEASAN, every single hour, we do wind up having a pro tip for you. You're able to go to VEASAN.com, sign up, subscribe for all of those, and well, the pro tip is that we were talking about these Los Angeles teams while we were taking a look at what we were getting out there in the great city of Los Angeles. The Dodgers, who wound up coming off of Sunday Night Baseball, they wind up losing to the San Francisco Giants. And that means teams coming off of Sunday Night Baseball and playing on Monday, 7-17 seven and 17 this season. Straight up. And these are good teams that are coming off of Sunday Night Baseball and playing. The Dodgers, I believe, have been victim of this three times now. 7-17. and 17. Teams that have played on Sunday Night Baseball. When they play on Monday, that is their record. It is absolutely insane what we are seeing. And you know what? Now, let's turn it forward to Tuesday and what we're going to be able to get out of these two teams as we do wind up having 
a case in which it is a game that is off the board as of right now between the Dodgers and the San Francisco Giants. I am hearing right now that it's most likely going to be Wei Che Hong who's going to be getting the start. I am probably butchering that last name, so I do wind up apologizing to the gentleman that is most likely going to be pitching for the San Francisco Giants. So that is going to be a case in which it's probably going to be a rather demonstrative money line there, but we do wind up having a little bit more of an interesting game that is going to be going down between teams in which I was mentioning it before with our good friend, with our good friend Jason, that we've got a lot of games of which are involving rather demonstrative money lines. And this is one of the ones that strangely is one of the tighter ones. 9-11-9-12, one of the other teams that played on Sunday Night Baseball and wound up losing on Monday. The San Diego Padres, they're playing those for the Arizona the Diamondbacks. Merrill Kelly, he's going to be getting the start for Arizona. And Joe Musgrove, he takes a bump for the Padres. And the Padres... They are as low as a minus 154 favorite. I'm seeing that number here where I sit at Circa, and you find them as high as minus 165, anywhere between plus 140 and plus 152. Your number on the Arizona Diamondbacks with a total of seven. And I'm going to see if this number winds up creeping up a little bit more because if I'm able to get in on like a plus 155, plus 160, I'd be willing to fire in on the Arizona Diamondbacks. I did mind up saying the Padres more around a minus 155 favorite at what we've got right now, I'd be taking a look at the number that we currently have at Circa and we'll be looking at the San Diego Padres. Perhaps maybe a little bit of run line action as well. I've set it at a plus 135 right now, seeing anywhere between about a plus 135 to a plus 140. But at current numbers, I'd be taking a look at the San Diego Padres. But this is one that I personally am going to be taking a look at overnight and going to let it simmer a little bit because Merrill Kelly has been really good on the road this season. For Merrill Kelly, he always throughout his career has been a guy that has performed significantly better at home rather than on the road. As a matter of fact, going into the season, his home ERA was right around one and a half points lower than his road ERA. This season, he's been able to post up a sub three ERA on the road. As a matter of fact, it's hovering right around at 250 as far as this season. And he's really been able to keep down the deep ball. Now he's been a little bit lucky in terms of this 0.5 home runs per nine innings. That is a very, very Hard number to be able to attain no matter where you wind up pitching. And Arizona has been a little bit more pitcher friendly this year than we've seen in past years. But when it comes to Merrill Kelly, has been able to do a great job of not necessarily getting a ton of strikeouts. His strikeouts per nine rate, that ever is in the neighborhood about seven and a half or so. But what he does a good job of, the command. He doesn't wind up giving up too many walks as he's allowing right around 2.5, 2.6 walks per nine innings. That is a lot of be so good and in general on the road. He just has not been giving up the deep ball as well. Four home runs in 72 and a third innings when he has been on the road. Flip side, Joe Musgrove going for the San Diego Padres. Been a little bit touch and go with him recently, but he has been able to do a nice job himself of being able to keep the ball in the yard as overall for the season, Joe Musgrove giving up right around one home run per nine innings. He's been also a guy that has had pinpoint command right around 1.9 walks per nine innings. Now post all-star break, things have been falling out on him a little bit more, but I do think that he's going to be able to come out and be able to give one of his better performances against an Arizona Diamondbacks team that we were talking about with Jason. They've been able to do a significantly better job now rather than when they were in like mid to late June, early July. It feels like a team that's starting to pick up a little bit of steam with Christian Walker being able to belt out 30 plus home runs this season. But you do take a look at Joe Musgrove and he's been getting hit around a little bit more. Opponents starting to get 254 off of him. That's negated a little bit by the fact that you do have the Arizona Diamondbacks who as a collective, they do rank in the bottom eight in the big leagues in terms of batting average. They've been able to get a little bit more out of Josh Ross. He's been hitting about a 275. Jake McCarthy to be able to hit 290 himself. But the big 
trepidation that you do have with the Arizona Diamondbacks, which is why I do need a little bit more of a plus price to be able to take a look at them than I've got right now. It is a bullpen. This is an Arizona Diamondbacks bullpen that they've got north of five ERA post-All-Star break. Joe Mantiply has been relatively solid. They do wind up getting back Kyle Nelson off the injured list as well, but if you want to see Kyle Nelson in the series against the Milwaukee Brewers, really his first go-around back, won one in the third innings, and he gave up three blocks. He just could not locate to save his life. So big issue there for the Arizona Diamondbacks, and then on top of that, you've got guys that you really can't trust in, like Noe Ramirez, Mark Melanson, Luis Frias. These guys are posting up north of a 450 ERA. And speaking of untrustworthy, Josh Hader in the game that we wound up seeing on Monday gave up a run in an inning and it improved his ERA to, I believe now he's 1755. When your ERA is north of the year in which the Mayflower wound up coming over to the United States, you know it's not going well for you. So he has not been terrific, but you do have Nabal Christmas. He's been able to post up right around a sub three ERA. Someone who's able to give you multiple innings. Robert Suarez has been giving you right around a 315 ERA as well. So you still do have some relatively solid pieces in the San Diego Padres bullpen. They have a deal with an injury to Brandon Jury as well. He's one of the guys that have been able to hit 20 plus home runs for the team along with Manny Machado, along with Juan Soto. And it's been really interesting to take a look at the San Diego Padres lineup as currently they are fourth worst in terms of runs per game at home. Meanwhile, they're one of the top offenses in all baseball on the road. Very easy to explain why. Petco Park, just an incredibly friendly pitcher's park in general. So that is able to help out a lot of these opponents that do wind up coming in there. But with that said, I do think that the San Diego Padres should be able to get up off the mat after, well, it was not a good display for their offense on Monday. I do think that this is, once again, going to be a little bit of a lower scoring game in terms of Kelly versus Musgrove. I think that both of these guys are going to be dealing. Did wind up setting my total below 7 at a 6.8. So going to be taking a look at an under in this spot. At current numbers, I'd be looking at the minus 154 that right now is available to me at Circa. I personally am going to be holding off overnight, trying to see if either A, we're able to get a little bit more of a comfortable price on the Padres, or B, this winds up getting up to right around about a plus 155, plus 160-ish on the Arizona Diamondbacks. I do think that they're going to be able to provide a little bit of value on that front as well. Something else I want to talk about with Jason is the Washington Nationals and the fact that They've won three straight games as a plus 220 or greater underdog. Can they make it four as we go 907-908? It is the Washington Nationals on the road against the St. Louis Cardinals as Jose Quintana. He goes for the Cards and Paulo Espino. He's going to be going for the Washington Nationals. This number wound up opening up at a 7.5. Right now, the lone 7.5 that I'm seeing, that is at DraftKings. Everywhere else, I'm seeing as an 8, but what you are seeing is the Cardinals between about a minus 240 to a minus 255 favorite. And between plus 210 and plus 220 is your number on Washington with the total eight. I think that the fairy tale ride is going to be coming to an end here for the Washington Nationals. Who, if you've been backing them the last few days, and I wound up taking a shot on them the last two days, I couldn't quite wind up getting behind Patrick Corbin with the way that he had been pitching. But last two days, I've been taking a shot on the Washington Nationals. That has worked out well. Been relatively solid, but I do take a look at Paulo Espino, and the big thing for him is that this guy just gives up rockets when he's a starter. He actually began the season in the bullpen, and as a bullpen relief piece, he was doing a relatively solid job. He was posting up right around a two ERA, was not giving up too many long balls, giving up two home runs of 26 and two thirds innings out of the bullpen. As a starter, he's given up 16 home runs at 69 and a third innings with a 506 ERA. That is a little bit of a problem, and he's going up against someone in Jose Quitano as a 250 ERA in the home ballparks of both Pittsburgh and St. Louis as 
You may recall you wanted beginning his season over there with the Pittsburgh Pirates, but he's been able to do a great job on that front. Not a guy that's going to give you too many strikeouts, and really both of these guys are posting up right around seven to seven and a half strikeouts for nine innings. Big thing is this is a Washington National team in which the bullpen has been able to come along for the ride. They did wind up using up Hunter Harvey yesterday, but they were able to get some good innings out of Carl Edwards Jr., Kyle Finnegan, along with Erasmo Ramirez. These are veteran guys that were cast-offs that maybe they would post up a sub-3-3 ERA. And then for the Cardinals, more of their longer guys like Packy Naughton along with Genesis Cabrera. They're currently on the fold, but they do have Ryan Helsley. And you know what else they've got? A pair of guys with north of 60 home runs between the two of them. Paul Goldschmidt, Nolan Arenado. These guys have been absolutely tremendous, both of these guys hitting above a 300. And you just don't have that with the Washington Nationals. Joey Manessis has been a very nice story. A minor league journeyman that at the age of 30 has finally gotten the call up to the big leagues. Hitting above a 300 has been very nice to be able to see. But really past that, you don't have a lot of firepower with this team. You've got, you've got a guy in Luke Voigt who's been able to provide 18 home runs as far this season. But for the Cardinals, someone like Brandon Donovan at home, he's been hitting above a 360. Tommy Edmond has been able to hit a 265. Nolan Gorman has had a couple multi-home run games in his own right. I do think that this is quite a pitching mismatch when it comes to the starters. And I do think that the Cardinals, with getting back Brian Elsley, that really helps out the bullpen. And with Kitana going, you're not going to need as many of those ancillary bullpen pieces as well for the Cardinals. So going to be taking a look at a run line right now. A lot of places, they're offering this right around about a minus 115, maybe a minus 120, and I'd be willing to lay up to a minus 130 in the spot. So going to be taking a look at this total over, and I'm going to be taking a look at the run line of the Cardinals. And coming in next, we're going to be taking a look at some week one NFL with Chris Raybon, who does a great job over there at the Action Network. He's coming up next right here on the Greg Peterson Experience on Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. 
Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare this is colin coward from the herd with colin cowherd angie's list is now angie the nation's largest home service marketplace they're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, 
elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to point game. King of the court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSN, the sports betting network. Your next win, it is a Bruin. Play for free fantasy baseball, football, and basketball with draft time matchups presented by Miller Lite. You're able to compete to win in 13 contests for a total of $41,000 in cash prizes. Head on over to DraftKings.com slash Miller Lite to dive in on the action. Miller Lite, great taste, less filling. 21 years or older, terms and conditions, and other eligibility restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com for details. As per usual, please do drink responsibly as it is the Greg Peterson experience right here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. And let me tell you right now, we are getting all psyched for week one of the NFL season, and we've been seeing quite a few line moves recently. I know that this is something that Chris is going to be talking about in a second. Chris Raybon, who does an absolutely terrific job over there at the Action Network, we're getting, the, we're getting him all squared away right now. But if you're taking a look at biggest move that we've really been seeing on the board since the openers wanted coming out, and what is always so unique about week one is that unlike a lot of books and you do have a few books that they do wind up posting up some of these lines significantly in advance. I know that what was formerly known as CG Technologies, they would post up everything except for the final week of the season. We've noticed that DraftKings, they've done this as well, obviously. They wind up trying to fire in on like a week 10 game in the NFL. Your limits are going to be quite a bit lower than you wind up trying to fire in on week one right now. But the games that we've been seeing just have biggest line movement in general is Obviously, that Cleveland Browns versus the Carolina Panthers game where you wind up having a four-and-a-half-point favorite turn into an underdog for obvious reasons. They were thinking that Deshaun Watson might wind up being in the fold for week one, which I don't know how they wound up thinking that Deshaun Watson was going to be playing week one because they figured that something was going to be coming down there. So hopefully you were able to dive on that very early. But right now, we have seen the Carolina Panthers go to a two-and-a-half-point favorite. This is one that I think has went a little bit too extreme, and if you wind up getting fortunate, you might be able to get a little bit of a middle opportunity. But let's talk a little bit more about these line moves with Chris Raybon, who does a terrific job over there at the Action Network. And Chris, always a pleasure to have you aboard, my friend. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Great to have you aboard. And Chris, I know you, much like myself, have been taking a look at a lot of line moves in terms of NFL Week 1. Which one do you would you say has been the most surprising? Because I do take a look at just... The way in general this Cleveland versus Carolina game has wound up moving has wound up moving. And I mean, I do think that it was very fair to assume that Deshaun Watson was not going to be in week number one and <laughs> assume that there was going to be a little bit of a move when he was rolled out. But I just think that going from Cleveland being a four and a half point favorite to them being now a two and a half point underdog, it just moved a little bit too far in my, in my opinion. 
Yeah, I think, you know, Deshaun Watson's obviously one of the most valuable quarterbacks to the spread. But when you talk about a six-point line move, you're entering Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes territory. Deshaun Watson is good, but he's not that good. So I'm with you. I think that line moved a little bit too far. Yeah, I'm right there with you. And it has been very interesting to take a look at it. And I mean, we do have quite a few of these games as well that they aren't involving as big of line moves, but they're always, as we like to call, pros versus Joe's plays. And we're going to be seeing a lot of these in week one because we've got 10 home underdogs in week one, which I can't remember ever seeing a week one, which we've seen 10 home underdogs. But how about if we wind up going with the grotiest of the grody first? And that'd be the San Francisco 49ers against the Chicago Bears, a Bears team that... I can tell you right now, it's not just because I am from the state of Wisconsin. It's because I just don't think that this team is very good in general. They're right now catching seven points. But for the San Francisco 49ers, having Trey Lance under center in this one, a guy that just doesn't have a lot of experience. Not sure about you, but I do not want to be putting my money behind the Chicago Bears. But at the same time, I don't know if I want any part of the San Francisco Giants here. Take me through this one and just the way that you wind up seeing it in general. Yeah, so the 49ers, you mentioned Trey Lance, uh, you know, a newer quarterback. You also have a completely new interior line, which is not talked about as much, but uh, new starters at left guard, center, and right guard. But uh, you look at the Bears, yes, not a great team. One of those teams that we were kind of targeting win total unders. But in this game, they're the right play. Like, if you look at the bets versus the money, and that's something we do a lot of at Action Network. You can do it, too, with an Action Network uh, pro sub in the app. But we're seeing just 31% of the tickets on the Chicago Bears. Nobody wants to bet on them, right? But they're getting 65% of the handle, so more than double. That means some big money bets uh, have come in on the Chicago Bears, and that's kind of what you talked about. That's the only way you can play it. Like You don't want to bet the Niners as a touchdown favorite on the road here. Yep, I am right there with you. And then you mentioned the fact that There has not necessarily been a ton of bets on the Chicago Bears, but there's actually been quite a bit of money that has come in on them. And then the biggest one that we've been seeing is Houston Texans, where, I mean, this line has not moved from eight. It it opened up at eight. It has stayed at eight. We are seeing relatively good two-way action in terms of bets. Take me through the just lopsided amount of money that's coming in on this game, because I do think that it is fascinating to take a look at that aspect of it. Yeah, so I don't know if it's one guy. I don't know if it's a group of sharp betters. I don't know what exactly it is, but somebody, there's somebody out there that really likes the Texans in week one. As you mentioned, they're getting uh, just about even number of bets, 48% of the bets, 52% of the bets with the Colts, but the Texans getting 98% of the money, 98%. So somebody out there really likes to use the Texans, who, by the way, are the biggest underdog on the week one slate. Yeah, I mean, it's just so interesting because right now I'm picturing like someone with a big giant stack of cash going in on the Houston Texans and then the next person behind them. I've got a quarter. I would like to bet on the Indianapolis Colts. I mean, it's just absolutely insane when you wind up seeing 98% of the money come in on one side. And what do you wind up extracting from this information? Because I mean, this is obviously a very demonstrative one. You typically don't wind up seeing 50-50 ticket count. And you might have seen 98% of the money be on one side. This is a rather extreme example, but I feel like there are a lot of people that they utilize this information in different ways. I personally try to utilize it to be able to get the best of the line myself. I'm not necessarily one person that's like, oh, 70% of the money is on here. I've got to be on there as well. But what I do like to do is I like to see, okay, am I going to be able to get a little bit of a line move? Is it a six and a half? And maybe it winds up going to a seven on 
the side that I like. If it's an underdog, you want it to go to seven. If you're on the favorite, you certainly want to be getting the six and a half. But how do you wind up utilizing this information for yourself? Personally, I kind of use it as a gut check. You know, I'm not going to ever bet or not bet a game just because, uh, you know, I see a certain amount of bets or a certain amount of money on one side. But in a game like the Texans, I think, you know, if I'm looking to bet the Colts, especially, I, I would think twice about it after seeing that 98% of money, I would do more research. But uh, to your point, I think it's best used to kind of know when to time the market because uh, there's actually what happens in week one is, you know, most people bet favorites. and you have most of the underdogs closing with less than 50% of the handle. Underdogs that close with less than 50% of the handle actually cover the spread at about a 60% clip over the last 20 years. So you don't want to just follow the money because you're probably already too late uh, in many cases. So that's how I would kind of use it. But going back to this Texans game, I think it's interesting because it's week one. We have no current year data yet. We're all going on perceptions from the last year uh, for all the teams. And division game, uh, biggest underdog on the board at home. There's there's just not a lot to back like why you should be favoring a team, the Colts, by over a touchdown in week one because we re we really don't know what this year's Colts team looks like. We know they should be much better than the Texans, but it's still week one. So I think that's probably where the big money bet is coming from. Somebody's just like, all right, it's too soon to be having these huge spreads. We don't know enough yet. We think the Texans are terrible. We think the Colts are good, but it's still week one. Yeah, it certainly has been interesting to take a look at that one as well. And here's another game with relatively similar 50-50-ish sort of ticket count, but we're seeing a lot of money coming on them. The New York Giants. Now, we've been hearing a lot of people here in the media, in our sphere, here in the sports betting community, not necessarily be so high on the Tennessee Titans. But, I mean, in terms of the bets themselves, it's been relatively 50-50, but we're seeing all the money pouring in on the New York Giants, which I do think is relatively fascinating because this is a number that it opened up at six and we have seen it come down a little bit, seeing anywhere between six and a few straight five and a halfs out there. Yep. And the Giants are the kind of team that I think big money betters, sharp betters uh, are going to be backing, especially early in the season. You know, they're kind of like the Texans, uh, you know, had a really bad year last year. Uh, unlike the Texans, some people actually think the Giants are going to improve. I think, I do think, you know, their tackle situation is a lot better than it was uh, a year ago. So, you're seeing 92% of the money on the Giants, even though 50% of the bets are on them and 50% are on the Titans. And I just think, you know, perhaps the uh, the Harold Landry injury for the Titans moved that a little bit more. Uh, but, you know, of all those, those sacks, a bunch of them were cleanup sacks. I don't think it's that big of a loss um, to move the line like that. So I just think this is one of those teams that uh, we talked about the trends last week. You know, teams that have won six games or less, they're covering over 60% in week one because people overestimate just how bad they are uh, compared to, to some of the other teams in the league. I do think that that is so interesting that you wind up pointing out. And we've got about 30 seconds before we wind up hitting a break. Take me through what we're seeing in terms of the first game, the Thursday night football game, because I do think that this is a fascination as well. Right now, the public is loving the Buffalo Bills. 68% of the bets, 85% of the money on the Bills versus the Rams. I do think that that is going to be one to take note of as well, because obviously the Matthew Stafford injury, he's going to wind up playing in week one. I'd be very stunned if he does not. But with that said, certainly something to monitor. And coming up next, we've been talking a lot about spreads with Chris Raybon, who does a great job over there at the Action Network. Let's dive into a couple week one totals. That is coming up next right here on VEASAN, the Sports Bank Network.
himself on VSIN, the sports betting network. It is football season, and betters know that this is when the money is made. Nobody knows football like VSIN, and now it is time to become a VSIN subscriber and get our comprehensive college and pro football guides. Only VSIN subscribers get the tools to prepare for both seasons and our experts they provide profiles on every single team with advanced stats and power rankings plus best bets on season win totals division finishes player awards and so much more sign up early and for a discount of 175 dollars you'll receive both guides and full access to vsin all the way through the super bowl or for just 40 bucks a month join us and see everything that vsin has to offer to up your sports betting game go to vsin.com subscribe for all your options to become a part of the sports betting network as we're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience. Great to be joined by Chris Raybon. Does a great job over there at the Action Network. And we were talking a lot about trends that we wind up seeing in week one when it comes to the NFL season. How about if we talk a little bit about totals? Because as we know, a lot of people, they like to take a look at overs often. But in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus Dallas Cowboys game, we're noticing that the money is coming in on the under. This was a total that a lot of places was between 51 to 51 and a half. We have seen this drop to right around 50. Take me through what we're seeing in terms of the action here and how the injury news of Tyron Smith has wanted to making an impact. I think it definitely did because we are seeing 97% of the money on the under. And that's a pretty substantial amount when you consider that most bettors bet overs. Uh, that's true in week one. That's true in the rest of the year, and that's true almost regardless of sport, too. It's just what happens. People like to bet favorites and overs. So when you see a lot of money like this coming in on the under, I think it does tell you something. And I, I do think that Tyron Smith has a lot to do with it because, um, you know, there are splits with the Cowboys with and without him. And they average, you know, like half a yard lower uh, in the run game with him not on the field. They average fewer yards per pass attempt with Tyron Smith not on the field. I know they just signed Peters, but, uh, you know, he's 40 years old. He was sitting on his couch uh, this whole offseason. I don't know if he's going to necessarily make up for that absence. And it's really interesting to consider this total getting so much money on the under because these are the two fastest-paced teams in the league. Uh, and they have been for the last couple of years. So this, you know, these are it's the teams that are going to play at a fast pace on offense. But maybe the Cowboys don't do that as much uh, without Tyron Smith. We'll see about that. And what I think is interesting as well is we wound up seeing in the preseason. We remember back to Week One, like every single over was hitting. Now things wound up being a little bit more tame in Week Two and Week Three. But do you think that what we wound up seeing in the preseason could wind up lingering in a lot of people's minds, thinking? oh, it's going to be a high-scoring season. We should take a bunch of overs, and that in turn winds up lending a little bit of value to unders. I, you know, Greg, I'm always on unders. Like, I just think that's kind of the default. I I think that because the public tends to bet overs uh, more, that the lines, you're getting line value on pretty much unders across the board, uh, just kind of like underdogs. But in, in terms of this specific case, I do think that you want to look at unders like more than overs in week one, but I don't think it'll be as profitable as last season. Last season, uh, unders were actually 146 and 124, so they hit at 54%. But I think a lot of that actually had to do with the fact that we were coming off the COVID season where teams averaged about nearly 25 points a game. And the usual average is about 23. And so with, with no home field, uh, you know, with the no home crowds, both teams, both offenses were really scoring a lot in that COVID year. And then it took a while for the books to adjust. So now I, I still think you lean under just in general, but I don't think it'll be as pronounced 
of an under record as there was last year coming off that COVID year. Yep, to your point, if you want to betting every under at just your normal minus 110 juice, you would have made made a profit just blindly betting the under in every single NFL game last season. And typically when you do wind up taking a look at sports, you consider the watermark to be right around about 52% if you just wind up taking all unders to be the hit rate because I know that it winds up varying from season to season. No doubt you're going to wind up seeing that wind up going up and down a little bit more. But I always take a look from sport to sport and that always seems to be the mark that books are looking to hit because they do want to be shading these totals up a little bit more to your point. Typically, we do wind up seeing a lot of betters come in. They like to take overs. But do you think that typically right around about 52 or so percent, that's where the books want to be in terms of their under rate? Yeah, I think they want to be right in 52, 53, uh, because like I said, you know, they're they're taking more money on the overs, So they want to make sure uh, that they're profiting there. And I'm pretty sure the like unders uh, are one of the most profitable things for sports books, because again, you know, we track this data uh, at Action Network and we usually see, uh, you know, two thirds to three fourths, you know, 66 to 75 percent uh, of betters per game coming in on the under. And so the books, that's just a natural adjustment that you have to kind of make. Yeah, you're adjusting that line, um, you know, to, to kind of match up with that money. And uh, I'm sure that's that's a very profitable angle for sports books. But it was 54% last year for NFL unders. Some of my proudest bets that I will make throughout the entirety of a year is where I wind up seeing a college basketball total that is 120 or less, meaning that you are going to be getting some ugly eyesore of a game, taking the under, and it hits by like 20 points, which... That always is one of those things where it's like, I am probably the only person that is excited to be watching all these air balls and shot clock violations, but it always brings me a little bit of pride. And we're talking hey. a lot about, what were you going to say? Uh, I was going to say, I mean, you know, the thing, you you, ha- you don't shouldn't have to sell unders because the thing people don't realize about unders is you're winning your bet the entire game. You start the game and you're winning your bet already. You know, if you lose, it's going to be at the end of the game. You know, so you're going to spend the entire game winning your bet if you choose an under. So I like unders. I'm right there with you as well. And I mean, it's always a little bit of a point of pride with myself. And we're talking so much about unders, but we've been seeing a little bit of money coming in on this over. That would be the Chiefs versus the Arizona Cardinals. Shock, shock, surprise, surprise. A game involving Patrick Mahomes is a game which people are thinking are, is going to wind up going over. But this is a total that it began at 53. We're now seeing mostly 53 and a half. I'm seeing a couple straight 54s out there as well. Take me through where the money has been going because you mentioned it. A lot of sharper betters, they do like to take a look at a lot of unders, but this is a case in which it's the opposite. Yeah, we're seeing 88% of the money coming in on this Chiefs Cardinals over. And I think that kind of speaks to what's going on in Arizona with their cornerback situation. You know, we had Hamilton suffer the, the free cooking injury. And, uh, you know, they just traded for for another guy from the Raiders, Trayvon Moen. But they really don't have experience uh, or quality, it looks like, uh, in that cornerback group. None of their starters uh, graded out even average at pro football focus. So cornerback uh, is a, a concern for them. And, you know, Kansas City, it's not like they're throwing deep anymore. They're going to go underneath a lot more this year, especially without Tyreek, just because defenses are playing them different. But uh, they should be very efficient in this one. And their defense, you know, is going to take some time to come together, too, with a lot of new younger pieces along that defense. I think both offenses are set up well in this game. Yeah, I do think that it's interesting to be able to take a look at that one. And has there been any other just, shall we say, interesting line movement that you've been seeing 
in terms of the way that the bets, the handle is coming through that we haven't touched upon yet because I know that we've hit upon a couple totals. We wanted picking upon some of these very, very un- ugly, ugly underdogs. And I know you're going to have a nice feature about that within the next <laughs> 24 or so hours. But has there been anything else that has just been really suspicious in terms of week one that has been sending out to you? Yeah, I mean, like I said, you look at across the board and there's more money on the over uh, in virtually every game. Now, I think in week one, uh, what tends to happen is you can find some angles just like you can with these underdogs. You can find them with unders as well. Uh, One of them is, you know, both teams that failed to make the postseason last year. Um, You know, I think, you know, people see teams and they see bad teams and a lot of times they just think, you know, bad defense or something like that, or they just see a lower total and they want to bet it. But what ends up happening is, especially with these teams that failed to make the postseason a year before, the unders have hit at a 58% rate since uh, 2005 in week one. They had 63 and 45 uh, when both teams didn't make the playoffs. So that's the Falcons and the Saints, the Jets and the Ravens. You got the Commanders, Jags, Panthers, Browns that you mentioned earlier, uh, Colts, Texans, of course. And, uh, and Seahawks-Broncos is another one. So all those uh, fit that profitable undertrend. I do think that that is something that is interesting to take a look at. And I know that we're taking a look at full game unders and got about a minute left. Take me through just taking a look at player props because I know that you do a great job on the fantasy side of things and why there might be a little bit of default value on the under as well. Because I do think that with the way that guys wind up getting injured just by default on a lot of these player props, you're best off taking a look at some unders. Yeah, so running backs, you know, miss an average of about three to four games a year. Uh, Every other position misses one to two as well. So season-long props, you always want to get the under. And even in-game, you know, there's always a certain chance, you know, it's usually in the three to six percent range of a player getting hurt in-game. So even for your full game, you know, player props that you take for week one, uh, it can be profitable to look at unders. Books are generally just inflating the numbers uh, for everything across the board. Yep, I do agree with you there. And that is why if you do wind up seeing... The books wind up having 52 to 53% of unders throughout the season. They have certainly done their job. And Chris, you do your job every single time you join this program. You're doing absolutely amazing work at the Action Network. Always do appreciate it, my friend. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me, Greg. Always a pleasure. Always great to be able to get Chris aboard. He does amazing work. And you know what? Week one of the NFL season, it's always one of those weeks in which the lines have been out for so long. And soon enough, we are going to be able to get that action in. But... We don't have any NFL action on Tuesday. We do have a lot of baseball, though. So coming up here in the final segment of the Greg Peterson Experience, going to give you guys some picks for this MLB slate for Tuesday right here on VEASAN, the Sports Bank Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. 
you dare. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com, or download the app today. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, he's gonna guard, and then on I'm top not of that, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps, 
in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com, or download the app today. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Kick off the football season with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook all season long. Bet Rivers is your go to sportsbook for all fall related content. Check out BetRivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app for the latest odds, unique promotions, player props, and so much more. Every single week, Bet Rivers has unique football specials to help you win big. Cheer on your favorite teams and your favorite players with Bet Rivers as it is a whole new game. As it is the final segment of the Greg Peterson Experience right here on VSIN, the Sports Bank Network. Coming up after myself, 4 a.m. Pacific time, 7 a.m. Eastern. Follow the money, Mitch Moss, Paul Howard. They're going to be right here at Circa, and they're going to be putting on an absolutely tremendous show. I'm sure that they're going to have a little bit of reaction as to what we wind up seeing in the Clemson versus Georgia Tech game. Could we wind up seeing DJU wind up perhaps being out of a job sooner rather than later at Clemson? We shall see, but I'm getting set for what is going to be a massive week one of the NFL season, week two of college football. That is going to be getting kicked off as well as we have seen some, shall we say, demonstrative openers on that front as well. I am looking at you, Michigan versus Hawaii. So we've got a lot of great fun there. But when it comes to what we're going to be able to take a look at in terms of the betting board for Tuesday, talked a little bit, bit of the uh, talked a little bit about the WNBA with Danielle Avari. She did a great job joining me in the second hour. We did a nice deep dive with her. But that said, it's really a lot of baseball. So how about if we wind up giving out my DK Nation pick? And we've got on the diamond for Tuesdays. We wind up going 917-918 on the betting board. It is the Baltimore Orioles. They're going to be playing us to the uh, Toronto Blue Jays as going for the Blue Jays. You do have Mitch White on the bump for them. And then on the flip side, you have got Kyle Bradish, who's going to be on the mound for Baltimore. And right now with Baltimore, you're finding them as bad as a minus 105. You're going to be able to get them as good as 
perhaps a 101 is between minus 110 to minus 115. That is your price on the Toronto Blue Jays with a total of 8.5. And, and my DK Nation write-up, it is going to be in favor of the Blue Jays. I wound up saying them more around a minus 132 favorite because Kyle Bradish has made three starts thus far this season against the Toronto Blue Jays, and it has not went well for him on any of those three instances now the team did wind up going two and one I think that that is just a little bit of an outlier in general because he wanted giving up three plus runs and every one of those starts he has given up in total 11 runs over the course of 14 innings going up against the Toronto Blue Jays team a Blue Jays team in which we wound up seeing them be able to get the job done in both of their games of the doubleheader that we wound up seeing on Monday and for the Blue Jays has been a very high-powered offense post-all-star break they are number two in the American League in total runs scored ever since the all-star break Wound up seeing Boba Shit wind up getting three home runs against left-handed pitching in game number 132 of the season for him. I wound up seeing on ESPN that he had had two home runs against left-handed pitching all season long prior to that final game of the double dip, which I do find to be relatively hilarious. And for Mitch White, the guy that is going to be going on the mound for the Toronto Blue Jays, call it not necessarily the world's greatest season would be very fair. He's got a 70-year-old ever since he has come over to the Toronto Blue Jays, but you've also got relatively demonstrative home and road splits when it comes to Kyle Bradish as well as Bradish. He has actually been significantly worse when he has been in Baltimore rather than on the road. Overall, he's got a 517 ERA, giving up 1.6 home runs per nine innings. When he's at home, though, this ERA heightens to a 626. He has been giving up 2.2 home runs per nine innings, so that has been far from terrific with Mitch White. He wanted beginning his season over there at, with the LA Dodgers, but overall road starts, he's actually been a little bit better. It's not necessarily too significant, but a little bit better when he has been on the road. Right, right around about a 4.54 ERA on the road at home. This is more around a 4.76. He has been giving up the deep ball a little bit more on the road, but he's been able to do a better job in terms of the walks. And for Mitch White, he's just been a little bit unlucky in general this season. Overall, he's got a 4.67 ERA with a fielding independent of a 384. And you take a look at the starts that he's made with Toronto. He has made five in total. He's got a 704 ERA compared to a 355 fielding independent. By no means has this guy been Walter Johnson or anything like that, but certainly deserves a little bit of a better fate than he has gotten. But even if Mitch White does not wind up having that positive progression go in his favor for the Toronto Blue Jays, they've got the number two bullpen in terms of ERA post-All-Star break. They've been able to do a really good job on this front. They did wind up picking up someone like an Anthony Bass at the trade deadline. He has been able to make some meaningful contributions for the team as, as well. You've also got quite a few guys like a Yimmy Garcia, Adam Simber. You're able to throw in there even guys like Tim Meza, David Phelps. These are guys that are posting up a sub 3-2 ERA. And then you've obviously got the closer in Jordan Romano, who's been able to do a good job for this bunch as well. And then on the flip side for the Baltimore Orioles, still has been a very solid bullpen. They did wind up trading away one of their big pieces in Oreo Lopez at the trade deadline, but certainly they've been able to do a solid job, but they rank number five in terms of bullpen ERA. Both all-star breaks, so a little bit of advantage there for the Toronto Blue Jays, and right now you've got five different Blue Jays that have been able to slug out at least 19 home runs for the team. Flagger Jr. certainly been able to do his part. Boba Shad has had a little bit of a season to forget, but he was able to get back online on Monday with that double dip. You were able to see Matt Chapman have a relatively sub middle of the season. Has been cooling down a little bit. Still has been able to provide 24 home runs. And for the Baltimore Orioles, this has been a relatively average lineup. They've been able to do a little bit of a better job post-All-Star break, especially with Anthony Santander being able to slug out 27 home runs thus far this season. But, I mean, really, other than Cedric Mullins, you don't necessarily have a lot of guys hitting for average. Mullins has been able to hit a 260 right around about a 325 on base. And then, I will say, ever since the All-Star break, Mario Mateo has been able to do a very solid job. He's got a double-digit amount of homers at 
Mullins, along with Mateo, these guys rank in the top 10 in the American League in terms of stolen bases. So these guys have been able to do a very solid job on that front. But you can tell that losing Trey Boomo Mancini, that has hurt this team a little bit. You have been noticing that you've had a couple guys be a little bit up and down recently as well as Ramon Urias. He's sitting right around at 250 along with Ryan McKenna. McKenna, he's been dealing with a little bit of an ailment as well. And Ryan Mountcastle, post all-star break. He does have seven home runs. He's also got a batting average of a buck 89. So that has been hurting this team a little bit. The Toronto Blue Jays really have been able to shape up with that bullpen. Even if Mitch White doesn't have a great start, I think that he's going to be able to outduel Kyle Bradish. And then from there, bullpen is able to take hold. I did want to say my total at a 9.2. Don't necessarily think overly highly of either starter in this spot. So I'm going to be taking a look at the over. But DK Nation pick, I'm going to be going with the Blue Jays. Felt like they should have been closer to about a minus 132-ish favorite. And now you're seeing them in between a minus 110 to a minus 115. How about if we wind up going with an over that I like here with 919, 920 on the board? The New York Yankees, they're going to be playing us to the Minnesota Twins as Joe Ryan is going to be on the bump for the Twins. And Garrett Cole is going to be on the bump for the New York Yankees. Total on this game is seven with the juice on the under. And with the Yankees, they're anywhere between minus 188 to minus 195 favorites. They're between plus 165 and plus 177 is your number on the Twins. And needed north of a plus 185. They take a shot on the Twins. You're actually able to get plus money on the run line of the Yankees right now, right around a plus 115, and that's calling my name. We were talking a little bit earlier on during the show about the AL MVP race, if there's any value on guys not named Aaron Judge at this point, and the reason why we bring that up is because Aaron Judge, he might be able to break Roger Maris's American League home run record. He's right now got 54 bombs. He has been tremendous for the team, and the Yankees just in general, they needed to get back home because the offense, it had really been struggling with regards to a road swing, especially when you go go to Tampa, which is one of the most pitcher-friendly ballparks out there in baseball. Very difficult to hit it out there at the trop. But that said, you do have a Yankees team that they're averaging right around 1.7 home runs per game. That is by far the most of any home game in, or any home venue out there in baseball. As that's what they're averaging in games played in Yankee Stadium. On top of that, they've been able to average five runs per game at home. That is the most of any team out there in the American League now. The Minnesota Twins, they have been struggling quite a bit in terms of their offense. This is a bunch that they have scored three runs or fewer in now nine out of their last 10 road games. But I do think that they're going to be able to bust out of their funk just a little bit. You still have guys that are able to move the line as you've got Gilberto Celestino, who's been able to ride around 250. And then past that, you've got Carlos Correa, Nick Gordon, Kyle Garlick, these guys who have been able to hit a 265 or greater. And then you've got Luis Arias, who's been a very good table setter for this team, hitting well above a 300 for the Yankees. Past what you've been able to get out of Aaron Judge, you do have a little bit of something to be desired. I have guys like Aaron X, Josh Johnson, John Carlos San. These guys hitting between about a 215 to a 225, but they do a solid job of being able to move the line in. They're facing off against someone in Joe Ryan, who's got a north of five ERA on the road, and his home runs give it up on a per nine inning basis on the road is north of one and a half per nine. Now, he was hurt quite a bit by that start that you may remember against the San Diego Padres a little bit over a month ago. He wanted giving up 10 runs in that start, so that was a little bit of an outlier. But still, he's not been the same guy when he has been away from home. And this is a Minnesota Twins bullpen that, in general, has had their issues on the road. Among all teams out there in the American League, the Minnesota Twins, they've got the second-worst ERA on the road. The only team with a worse team ERA on the road this season, that would be the Kansas City Royals. So that has been quite a bit of an issue there. So... 
I do think that that is something that is very important to take a look at. So this is going to be a circumstance in which I'm going to be taking a look at the over in this spot, and I'm going to be taking a look at the Yankees on the run line. And when it comes to just taking a look at football in general, we've got you covered with pro tips all throughout our shows. You're able to sort them by sport. You're able to sort them by show as well at beaston.com slash subscribe. Subscribers get access to all of these. And one that we wanted talking about a little bit earlier in the show with Chris Raybon, who joined me in the last segment, teams that win, that won between four and six games the previous season since 2005. So big sample size in week one, they covered nearly 60% of games. I think that it is going to be interesting to see if that winds up holding up and going to be great to see what we wind up getting in week one of the NFL season. And guys that got you covered in terms of football, that'd be Mitch Moss and Paul Howard. They're coming up 4 a.m. Pacific, 7 a.m. Eastern, right here on VEASAN, the Sports Bank Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo play lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office more than once actually do i have to say yes you do in the car before my kids pta meeting really yes excuse me what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky i never win and tell well there you have it you can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com play for free right now are you feeling lucky no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details